This is the Greg and Greg Show with your host, Greg Jake, and your other host, Greggles. Yo, what up, peeps? It's the Greg and Greg Show. My name is Greg Jake. My name is Greg Goals. Hey, Greggles. It's good to have you on the show. It's good to be on the show, Greg Jake. What happened last week, bub? Last week... There was a dinner party that was being thrown at my house that sprung up last minute, and it mm. involved... Was this you jerking off with three other dudes and then saying, oh, what a lovely tea party? No, no, it didn't really have anything to do with that. <laughs> it didn't. Like, at all. It didn't? It didn't come anywhere close to that. It didn't come anywhere close to that? No, we had Erica's whole family was here. Mom, dad, brother, aunt, grandma, grandpa, and uncle. And at what part did you say, oh, what a lovely tea party? Yeah, and then I pulled it out and whacked off in front of everybody. <laughs> and you shot nothing because your balls aren't connected anymore. That's right, man. <laughs> it just went, it went. Psst. Spring of 16, said goodbye to all that nonsense. <laughs> it went, That's the noise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you can't impregnate anybody when you're just blowing air. <laughs> we call that in the business a ghost load. That's right. Yeah, so we had the uh, the 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 wife's family was here, all of them. Okay. And yeah. it it got out of control. It didn't get out of control, but I just knew as soon as she said, "Hey, everybody's coming over for dinner." I was like, "There's no way that we're going to be able to do this thing." And it was such such a last minute deal that it was like, "All right, man, we got to call this thing off." And then the rest of the week was crazy, just like this week has been crazy. Um, so here we are. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back, baby. Um, I got two things I wanted to throw out here. You can pick okay. and choose which one you want to start with. You ready? Mm. The nominees for the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were announced today. Okay. And number two, today marks the 32nd anniversary of baby Jessica. The girl that fell in the well? Uh-huh. Why would we talk about the girl that fell in the well? Well, I just wanted to get your take on this because... Did you have a t-shirt like that said, like, oh, free baby Jessica or some shit like that? <laughs> no, I was still pretty young at the time that this all went down. I just find it to be fascinating that here we are 32 years later, and this is still a topic of conversation. Why do we care about baby Jessica so much? What's the, what's the infatuation? Why why do I have to hear about it on the radio? Why do I have to see headlines? Why? Why is this a thing? Why did you hear about this and I didn't hear about this at all? I don't like, know. Here's the thing. Until you mentioned this, I haven't thought about baby Jessica until I saw that on like a random pop culture thing in like the early 2000s. So I just, maybe it's the news source where it's coming Maybe from. Maybe you're watching old man news. Well, but see, that's the thing. Is like, I don't watch the news. We don't put the news on here well, at the house. then how the hell did you even hear about this? On the ticket. Is it because you have... On the ticket. They the were talking about it on the ticket. It. They talked about it on two shows on the ticket today. And They're I like, saw people posting about it on Facebook. Hmm. And I just thought, you know, is this still a relevant topic to be talking about? This did not even enter my, my stratosphere. And today. it probably wouldn't for... I don't know, 98% of the people your age, right? Yeah. Nope. None of this. We didn't even hear about it. And if I did, and if anybody else did, nobody was posting about it. I well, didn't see one mention of this. You know what I did see a mention of recently that reminds me of Baby Jessica? What? Remember Balloon Boy? 
sort of that that when when like they were following that balloon around saying that the kid was in it and then it turned out the kid wasn't in it. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> Wasn't that a hoax that was set up by his dad? Yep. Or something along those lines? Up, yes, the dad set up this hoax about him flying like the kid being in this balloon. And then they followed the balloon like across the cut. like I remember the helicopter shots of them like chasing the balloon and then when it landed and then like the interview after it's like why did you say that you were in the balloon and it's like dad told me to say that and then the guy was like fuck <laughs> hey that is a massive i don't know what kind of publicity he was going for maybe just fame and fortune or whatnot but that's awesome mm-hmm. that Dude, is that is kick ass it was really funny i mean if you're gonna live um, your life on the edge man you might as well go in a balloon might as well go all in let's yeah. go all in all across the country in a fucking balloon i think his kid's name was like falcon or something stupid like well, that i mean that makes yeah. sense yeah so then like they're like baby falcon is stuck in this balloon <laughs> and then they they i remember watching like the sheriff's deputy and like his brown khakis like kicking the balloon and there was like nothing in it <laughs> i mean what is like if you're that deputy and you're walking up to the balloon mm-hmm. you have to kind of be a little bit terrified don't you think? Yeah, you think there might be a dead kid in it. Yeah, that's got to be so nerve-wracking for that dude. Yeah, there, he, you don't know what to expect when you walk up to this UFO-looking balloon. Man, no doubt. Mad respect for the uh, first responders who have to show up <laughs> to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's Stay hard, as Greg Jake says. <laughs> Stay, Stay hard, hard, balloon boy. Um, second order of business. What was the ticket talking about baby Jessica? Did like Corby do a bit where he was stuck in a fucking well or something? No, I, no, it was, um, did, did Bob and Dan go, Ray, remember, remember baby Jessica? And they're like, yeah, actually. Yeah. It was on why today doesn't suck. And they just mentioned it. They were just like, Hey, it's Mm. 32 years since baby Jessica fell in a hole or was rescued from a hole. And I just thought, huh. And then it just made me start to wonder about. Is that even relevant to anybody? No. Nobody cared except for you, apparently. And well, there, I saw people, just, but when I got home, I saw people on Facebook talking about it too. Well, and you know, you know that as a as a person in radio, you're just trying to find shit to fill up time. Yeah, they didn't care about it. They just needed to take up like twenty three seconds. Yeah, that's true. Well, I started reading about her, and so she amassed some. I don't know, like one point. Eight million dollars in donations that in she like 80s money, yeah. But that's she gained a lot access of 80s money, yeah. It is that's a ton of 80s money, but she gained access to it when she was 25 years old and she got married to some dude who put it into like some sort of a fund and lost all of it whenever the 2008 uh financial crash happened. They lost all of that damn money. Because all she right. left it up to her husband to put it into something, and they lost all of it. But they, well, they were like, I don't know, they had enough to buy just like a little house. <laughs> all right, Greg Jake, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the part of baby Jessica, okay. and you're gonna play the part of the spouse who just lost the money. Okay. Right. Okay. Hey, honey, why do you look so glum? Um. Well, you know that. Uh, you know that money. That uh, that you got when uh, you fell in that that well. You remember that? Yeah. How could I could forget my one point eight million dollars? Yeah. See about that. Um. So I knew that. Like I was talking to this guy. 
right? He's like, hey, yeah. man, you could take yeah. that money and you could invest it into pigs. And I'm like, pigs? Pfft. Oh, yeah, okay. And then I really started to think about it, and I did it. And I put all that money into pigs. Okay. So, so where's the where's the money? Um, you, you, it's still out there. It's like out there, you know. That's what does that mean? It's in it's in good hands somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, they're there. In our, is it? It's in our hands because it's our money. Well, no, like I, I trusted this other guy to like take care of it and stuff. So it's you know it's in good hands. Listen to me, you stupid piece of shit. I spent. Countless hours in a goddamn well to earn that money. <laughs> you dumb, dickless fucking flea bag. Yeah. Where's but... the goddamn money? So, um, we don't, we don't... Where's the goddamn money? We, we, uh, um... I'm baby fucking Jessica. <laughs> I will have you murdered. I'm going to throw you in a well and see how much you like it. But, um, but, uh, you know... So uh, we, yeah, it's gone. I don't have it anymore. Get our son out of here. <laughs> he doesn't need to see what's about to transpire. Uh, well, our son has showed up here, and yeah, our, our son's here now. So now we can't fight anymore. My three-year-old we can't fight Henry. in front of the child Not, anymore. Yeah, we can't do this in front of the kid. Yeah, my three-year-old Henry is here now, and he's pulling on my leg. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, number two on the docket. Here we go. Here we go, here let's, we go, let's yo. Let's hear these Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. Yeah, so you tell me if you think these are good choices for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020. If Limp Biscuit <laughs> isn't on it, I don't care. Well, we're going to get to it. Okay, so okay. does this move the needle for you, Pat Benatar? I think she deserves to be in there. Okay. Name your favorite Pat Benatar song. Oh, God, what's it called? Uh, uh, Love is a Battlefield. Okay, that's a good one. I was going to yeah. say, we belong something and we are strong. Yeah, no that... one can tell us we're wrong. Okay. Heartache to heartache, we, we stand. stand. Hit me with your best shot. That's a great song. Yeah. Pat Benatar rules. Okay. End of story. All right. Number two on this list. And that was without looking like you always fucking do, you asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you Google everything. Well, I like Google. You're like, I'm not looking at anything. I didn't Google anything. I'm smart. I like Google. All right, number two on the list. This guy was a massive player for me back in my high school and college days. Boz Skaggs. And I have completely turned my back on this dude. Michael Bolton. Dave Matthews Band. Oh, God. No. I understand no. why they're like I get it. I know why they're on the list. They've got they have longevity behind them. I mean, they've sold millions and millions of records. They've sold out tons of tours. Like I get it. Hey, there, my name's Dave Matthews. I sing with that annoying voice, dude. I, can't I don't even... really like to sing. Yeah, I don't. I just sometimes mumble my songs. Yeah, I can't even Take begin these to tell songs you the. It's just because stoned people need something to listen to. Man, this guy was a massive player for me. I had all of his records. I learned to play all of his songs. I had posters for this dude. One year, I even... This is stupid. I dressed up as Dave Matthews for Halloween when I was in college. How does that... How is that any different from the way that you dress? (laughs) 
And did you not? So did you not get a costume and just tell everyone you're Dave Matthews because you're just some jackass holding a guitar? Yeah. Wait a minute. That's what you did. Wait a minute. As I'm saying this, this sounds like exactly what you did. Yeah, but see, I was wearing Doc Martens. And I was wearing like these really crazy plaid pants. Here's a question. And a stupid shirt. And I was like, yeah, did Dave you Matthews. Not, did you yeah, yeah. Did you not already own any all of this stuff? No, I owned all of it. <laughs> so so what you're saying is you wore your regular clothes yeah. like you always do. Yeah. I and did. told people you were Dave Matthews. Yeah, I did. You realize that you are the worst person to ever exist. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could probably find a picture of that, too. I think it's out there somewhere. I bet I could find 100 pictures of it because you're still dressing like Dave Matthews. Yeah, but he's not wearing shirts like me that say Dad AF. I bet he is. Yeah, he might be. All right, yeah, so I turned my back on the Dave Matthews band. Uh, Another band that I do love is Depeche Mode. I like Depeche Mode. They've got some classics. They were, Depeche they were, Mode. They were very unique. I like Depeche Mode. I think that they should be in. Your own personal Jesus. The next one on the list, the Doobie Brothers. Yes, Doobies should be in there. They kind of whipped me a little bit, not going to lie. You don't You don't like the Doobies? There's a few. There's a few Pre, tunes. Pre-Michael McDonald Doobie Brothers, I yeah. like. Yeah, you definitely have to go with that route. All right, next up, Whitney Houston. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, you know, they just put anybody in now. If you're a, yeah. if you're musical, they'll put you in there. Whitney Houston is a pop star. Well, they don't have a pop star Hall of Fame. Yeah, I just don't understand why Whitney Houston's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I guess maybe her massive drug addiction? Yeah, I mean, she That's could... That's pretty fucking rock and roll. She could probably snort coke with the best of them. Yeah, and crack and do whatever else she did. Yeah. And her voice was incredible. She was good, man. There's no doubt. Yeah, I'm... I'm not going to deny that she's good. It just seems like an interesting thing to do. Yeah. I'm just interested to see what her uh, her induction speech is going to be all about. Well, she's dead. Mm. Think yeah, there's Brown's that. think going to get up there? I mean, that is his prerogative. Everybody's talking all this stuff about me. Why can't they just let me live? Tell me why. I don't need permission, made my own decision. That's my prerogative. It's my prerogative. It's my prerogative. I can do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. And something, other things. (laughs) And now it's Dave Matthews. (laughs) All right, next on the list. Wait, you're doing that already. Next up, they got Judas Priest. You've got another thing coming. Judas Priest was awesome, man. Judas Priest is a two-hit wonder. They are, but they've lasted this long. They haven't. I mean, they've been together, but they haven't been relevant in thirty years, forty so, years, so, fifty okay. years. So it says to be eligible, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least twenty-five years prior to the year of nomination. The public will then have the opportunity to participate in the induction selection process, which will go through January 10th, blah, blah, blah. You can use hashtag rock the vote. Uh, you can also go to rockhall.com. Uh, the top five artists selected by the public will comprise a fan ballot that will be tallied along with other ballots to choose the 2020 inductees. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020 induction ceremony presented by Clips Audio will be at the public auditorium in Cleveland. Uh, so, I mean, it's a popular vote. 
So I wonder, I wonder how they come up with the this list. Mm-hmm. You know, like where's the list come from? Uh, some idiot writes down band names and yeah. throws it throws it. I mean, I guess there it. there has to be some sort of commercial success, right? You have to at least sold a couple million records and whatever. Well, All right, Judas Priest has done that, but like they had two hits. Yeah. They had two hits. I'll give it to them that they've stayed together this long, but that's not a rock and roll Hall of Fame band. Have you ever seen them? They're probably breaking the law. Yeah, and then um, what was their other? Got another thing coming. Yeah, that's it. That's all they've got. I don't. I couldn't name you any other Judas Priest song. Rob Halford's cool as a person, I think. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's done some good stuff I'll, on his own. Some Halford. Yeah. Halfordy stuff. Rob Rob Halford just as a person I like. Yeah. All right, next on the list, Kraftwerk. The German techno band? Yep. Okay. That's fine. I'm just curious how they I think Kraftwerk as a Inspiration to other techno bands right. makes sense because yeah. that's not uh, they're they didn't move the needle for me too much, but the fact that they've inspired most everyone that does electronica, yeah, I think that gets them in. What about MC5? I personally like the MC5, yeah, I do, but. A Hall of Fame band? I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't think that they they had Kick enough. Kick out the jams, great song. Yeah, Ramblin' Rose. But, yes, but don't see them as a Hall of Fame band. Yeah, they. Yeah, I'm just looking through their their list. I don't think so, man. Not good. All right, what about Motorhead? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yes. So Motorhead. Priest. Is. Yeah, Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Motorhead fucking rules. They did rule, man. I Lemmy with his extremely tall uh mic stand pointed down at his face, his giant base. Lemmy alone. Like Rob Halford is great, but Lemmy is le- it's airheads. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? <laughs> Lemmy, for well, sure. L- n- no. Lemmy is God. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved I loved Motorhead, man. They were such a... They were one that wasn't, like, as popular. Like, right, like, no. So, that I mean, they were popular, but not, like, Judas Priest popular. But I think that their songs were ten times better than anything Priest ever did. Yes, Motorhead's a way better band. They kicked ass. And they just, they kicked ass. They were edgy. All right, next mm-hmm. in the line here, Nine Inch Nails. Yes. Can't go wrong with Nine Inch Nails. I love Nine Inch Nails. Trent Reznor just scored his first number one with the song called Old Town Road. Did you know that? Tre- oh, Trent Reznor, Trent Reznor produced that? He didn't produce it. But there's a the, the underlying track of Old Town Road, the piano that's in there, mm-hmm. is taken from is a Nine Inch, Inch Nails, Nails song. Yeah, it's a sample. Oh. And so he's been credited with his first number one massive song of his career. Oh, hell yeah. 
Nice. Which that's kind of weird. Reznor is, Trent Reznor is a musical genius. Man, I had to interview him back when I was working at K-Rock in San Antonio. Yeah, and he hated you. No. I th- man, I thought for sure when he found out that he was going to be on with two dudes named Freebeer and Catfish, that he was going to immediately be like, Mm-mm, I'm out. But man, he yeah, was... he's a very cool dude. Well, you know, and I mean, he was still... Mm. At the time, this was when he was making his resurgence, right? So all you really knew about Trent Reznor was that he was this... Uh, recluse type guy who mm-hmm. made this real badass crazy music and you know had had spats with the media in the past and was just kind of I don't know just didn't really seem like he was going to be on board with a with an interview with two dudes named Freebeer and Catfish and we got him on man we talked to him for like 35 minutes and he was the nicest guy we had to separate the interview into three parts because we couldn't play it all back at one time so, I mean, it was like, this is awesome. And he just chit-chatted with us about every bit of music that he's ever made and, the like, his approach to his songs in the studio and how he would get his samples and just, you know, he had had this, uh, this I don't know, this change in his life where he was taking care of himself. He's super healthy. He was working out. He was eating right. I don't know. I mean, it was just a really cool interview with this dude. I loved it. Well, Trent Reznor rules. Yeah, he's awesome. Officially. I love Trent. They definitely need to be in. Okay, next on the Mm -hmm. list, Biggie. The Notorious B.I.G.? The Notorious B.I.G. Yes, 100%. Greatest rapper of all time. Mm, There's going to be people that are going to debate you. I know, but they're wrong. People are going to be like, I don't know, man. Biggie. Curtis Jackson might have something to say about Biggie was better than Tupac. He was. He's better than Fifty Cent. <laughs> you dumb asshole. I'm thinking you're gonna mention Curtis Jackson and not have me comment on it. Uh, who would you take? Um, P.M. Don or the Notorious B.I.G. Um, I think I would take uh, G. Nice and G- J. Smooth. G. Smooth and J. The, nice, bro. The, the the whatever the the Hoochie Hunters. Yeah. Oh, now that was a that was a rhyming duo. The Hoochie Hunters were yeah, off the I mean, charts, bro. You got you got Outcast, right? Of the greatest duos of all time. Mm-hmm. You got Outcast, but then you got J Nice and G Smooth. Yeah. Oh man, those Hoochie Hunters. <laughs> Woo. Hey man. Fire track after fire track. My name is G Smooth and I'm chilling like a villain. I'm macking all the bitches in your girl. I'm stealing. She came running to me and she left you feeling so mad and upset. You know you regret running out on her with her stealing your Corvette, bitch. That was one of my verses. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, Greg? It's bad. <sighs> yeah. I don't know why I remember that, but I do. All right. Next on the mm-hmm. list. Uh, I could definitely take out Notorious B.I.G. for sure. Uh, with my rap skills. Uh, ne- oh, yeah, sure. Next on the, the list. The greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. And then Greg J. I just proved it. Do you know that the Notorious B.I.G. dead is better than you currently? <laughs> <laughs> Without, <laughs> if <laughs> I just heard a verse from Biggie. Uh-huh. Yep, that's better than yeah, you. Okay. You, I, you know what? Anywho. You win, man. I'll take the L on that. Anywho, Shaka Khan. Yeah, Shaka no, Khan. it's not Shaka Khan. It's Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. How does that? What? Yeah. It's not Shaka Khan. No, but it's Rufus. Uh, This one needs a little bit of insight here. All right. 
So Rufus was an American funk band from Chicago. They launched the career of Shaka Khan. <sighs> then no. So it needs to be Shaka Khan, not Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. You can't put a band that just features somebody who did way more than you ever did into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right? I I don't understand that. It should just be Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. I don't know who Rufus is. Shaka Khan. Yeah. Uh, This makes no sense, man. No, they shouldn't be in there. They had like one Mm -hmm. song. Tell me something good. They had that. That was good. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Ain't nobody. Oh, that's a good one, too. What? Um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. <clears throat> They've only got, like, two or three songs. They shouldn't be in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about Todd Rundgren? No. I don't even know who Todd Run. I mean, I know the name, but I don't he know. He did, I don't want to work, I want to bang on the drum all day. He had to have done something other than that, right? He He did, but, like, that's the only one I think of when I think of Todd Rundgren. He was a member of the. Is band. Kenny Loggins in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Maybe. That's one that I don't really follow that much. Let's see if he's in there. Kenny Loggins, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course, I find my way onto some stupid chat board. Uh, not in the Hall of Fame as of February 5th, 2019. And Todd Rundgren is? He's not in. Fuck he's that. just nominated. He's nominated. Okay. These are nominees. Not in. All right. Well, then no. So no to Todd Rundgren. F Todd Runs. Here's one that definitely should be in, in my opinion, and that is Soundgarden. Yes. They were amazing. Yes. No, Chris <clears throat> Cornell, one of the best vocalists of our time. So here's a story about Soundgarden. I had tickets to see Soundgarden. This is when I, this is 1997, Soundgarden at their peak. Just kicking ass all over the place. Outshined. Black Hole Sun. Had tickets to see Soundgarden and um, Rage Against the Machine. Ooh. Didn't get to go because Chris Cornell got sick. Never got to see Soundgarden live because Chris Cornell's dead. Damn it. I got to see Audio Slave. How was that? It was great. They were pretty good. I did like Audio Slave. Yeah, though. they had some, I mean, that's a mix of Soundgarden and Soundgarden Rage. Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. I, I have not been able to see Rage Against the Machine, which is one of the like top three bands I want to see before I die. Yeah, me too. I want to see Zach Della Rocha. <laughs> Up in front of those three other guys, mm-hmm. Tom Morello, and I don't know the drummer, drummer or bassist's name. Drummer and but I just want to see, I just want to see Rage Against the Machine. Please get back together. Yeah, come on. Especially now. Yeah, now more than ever. I know this is like the perfect time to like seriously Rage Against the Machine. What are they doing? I know. I know Tom this Morello. Tom Morello me. has a song out right now, uh, with it's a collaboration with somebody that I heard the other day, and I thought, man. I didn't know it was him until they came on afterwards, of course. And they're like, oh, that's Tom Morello with so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, man, that's awesome. God, I just want to hear Bulls on Parade so bad. 
So I had a chance to see Rage Against the Machine as well. And they were on tour with the Beastie Boys. And the day before the, I don't know, a couple days before the concert, Mike D fell off his bike and broke his shoulder. And so that concert got canceled. Man, you're bad luck for concerts. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right next All up. Right, who, else is, who else is left? We got to hurry we, because we're almost out of time we got here, two Bubba. More, two more here. Rattle through them. T-Rex. Hell yeah. You're going with a hell yeah I on love T-Rex? T-Rex. T-Rex fucking rules. Why? Have you listened to T-Rex? I don't think so. Dude, bang a gong? Ugh. That's... 20th century boy? Bang a gong is like banging a spiked mace into my balls. Dude, T-Rex rules. I can't get behind this one, man. I just can't. I am all in on T-Rex. All right, last up, Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're deserving. I'll give Thin, Thin Lizzy a nod. Yeah, they they uh, they put together a nice run there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they're still playing, as a matter of fact. I have not heard that. They're not, um, like, you know, they're not putting out any new music or whatnot, but I think that they're still, they still, uh, do some playing. At least they did back whenever I was living in San Antonio. So that was like a good. No, it says years active, 2019. There you go, man. Mm. I like that they're described as a hard rock band from Dublin, Ireland. They formed in 1969. Two of the founding members, drummer Brian Downey and bass guitarist and lead vocalist Phil Lynott, met while still in school. That's awesome. All right, so there you go. There is your rundown of the... 2020 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, Greg Jake, before we leave, yeah. I was talking to a coworker about this show. Okay. Her name is Chelsea. Hey Chelsea. And she was like, there is no way that your partner is named Greg Jake. To which I told her, yes, that's his name. That's what he likes to be called. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what do you call him? And I say, I call him Greg Jake. Yeah. What does everyone else call him? They call him Greg Jake. What does his wife call him? Greg Jake. Because his name is Greg Jake. Yeah. It is. Matter of fact, Chelsea, when I go to my auditions uh, for whatever, and they have to do the slate on the set there, they say, all right, state your name and your agency. Hi, I'm Greg Jake from the Campbell Agency. You know what, Chelsea? It's also on my headshots. It is my website, gregjakegibbons.com. It is all over the place. That is my branding, Greg Jake. You can't can't miss it. He is Greg Jake. That's his name. I come up with really awesome, funny bits for social media like Wisdom Wednesday with Socrates. (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) Okay. It is true that you do bits. But it is not true that they are very funny oh, or good. Oh no, they're funny. We've got some, I've got some hilarity running around in here. <laughs> no doubt about it. So Chelsea, check out I, my website and go listen and see all my work, and then follow me yeah, on Greg, social media. GregJakeGibbons.com. Short dot com. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for today's Greg and Greg show. Be sure to uh, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts if you haven't. 
Uh, you can also subscribe to the show on Spotify. And if you have one goddamn second in your bullshit life, rate the show. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> <laughs> rate the show, you piece of shit. You get this for free. I don't ask you for anything. Except for this. Oh, man. Just fucking rate the goddamn show. Uh, Give it a goddamn star rating. You piece of shit. Oh, man. Hey, la- I don't care. I don't care what the rating is. Just fucking do it. Hey, last thing before I before you go. Congratulations on your one year work anniversary. Thank you, you dumb dildo. There you go. All right. With all that being said, boom out, people. That's been another edition of The Greg and Greg Show. Make sure to check out all their social media feeds. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Google+, Orkut, MySpace, Friendster, High Five, Classmates, Vine, Yik Yak, Bolt, Pigzo, Yahoo Buzz, Meerkat, Peach, Pounds, Eons, Friend Feed, Fit Finder, Hilo, Kappazoo, and 43 Things. Join us right here for another edition of The Greg and Greg Show.